0: What's everybody doing? Just still getting set up, but I like to be more or less on time. And let's see who's going to be showing up today. I was pretty spontaneous. I got a cat trying to get my attention. I have a a brand new cat with a brand new hairdo. (laughs) Super fun. I'm going to set up Rockfin. Let me see how fast I can do this. There's Rockfin. And uh, stream is ready to go live. Let's go live. Let's do that, and I'll grab you guys a link. Oop, stream cannot be played. Alrighty, we'll go back to the drawing board on that. So anybody out there, say hello in the chat. How are you guys doing? Hello, Joseph Baker, a cat, Joey Patrick. Uh, did I say your last name right? Patrick, I believe, yeah. Hey, nice to see you. And let's see, turning the righteous into, nope, that's not me. Oh, here it is. It's always so weird with Rockfin. You have to say that you're editing it when it doesn't really need to be edited. Let's see if it goes. Um, And I'm going to make it free instead of premium. I don't see any point in charging people for these things that I'm doing on multiple channels. All righty. So good. Malcolm is here. Excellent. Michelle Mullen. Wonderful. Stuart Passmore. Hello, Nazar. Nice to see you. Lisa is here. Stuart, I think I said that. That's awesome. Good, good. And Rockfin is officially live. Here comes the link. Eck. That wasn't the, that wasn't the link. Still have a lot of cat energy over here. And I'll tell you my story. It starts with prayer works because I have a a cat from my mama who has. Uh, she is part Persian and she is part. Siamese. So she has the, uh, the coat and the attitude to match. <laughs> she's a really beautiful cat, like amazingly beautiful. You won't see her much. And I wish I could show you to her now because she's really funny, <laughs> like really funny. I was scared. First of all, I had to get up early in the morning. That scares me because I'm just an uh, incurable night owl. But uh, we got ourselves up. I sleep through every single alarm that I set now. I can set two alarms, you know, double alarms and uh and and I sleep through both of them it's a crazy thing my my consciousness now is saying like enough Beth we're not going to answer to anything but uh God <laughs> if God wakes you up you're awake if God doesn't wake you up you're not waking up so it's pretty good it's worked out it's worked out okay I haven't missed anything major yet there has been a few like literally waking up 10 minutes before I'm on a call or something like that but just keep rolling with it hello cohen winter is here yes we had we had snow today my son has been waiting wondering where is the snow so yeah we got it it's pretty wet and and mucky and heavy snow not not nice light fluffy snow by any means oh and rockfin now is saying it's going live look live to me okay i think it's going all right got just a couple of people over on rockfin nice to see you guys and uh I was going to just put something on my lips because I don't know if you guys are like me. If you don't have something on your lips, I I think about it constantly. So if there's a hell, it doesn't have lip balm. (laughs) And uh, today, I was going to talk about something that's been inspired by a private chat that I'm part of. And it was part of our law channel in Manitoba on Telegram. And then a lot of the discussion there has been centered around the Bible and spirituality uh, how that is influencing the law, how it really guides the law, how it holds the true law. And uh, and then they became a breakaway group because it was a little bit more about Bible, the Bible and spirituality than it was about the law. So then that thread has been really interesting. To me, the purpose of it, say it was my group, the purpose of it, it w- would have been to inspire each other, to uplift each other, to help one another, uh, you know, maybe interpret scriptures or to use scripture as a way to, to, um, to see how to move in the world, all of that kind of thing, and it actually turned into a whole bunch of debating. And to me, this is not the thing to debate, right? That you're dealing with a realm that is intensely mysterious. It's full of mystery. It's full of symbols and allegories, and and yes, history. And things that actually happened, so I'm not one of those people that thinks it's all allegory or or it's all astro-theology. I believe that stuff is there to be be seen and found, multi-layers and levels, but I also very much um, am in touch with... Jesus, who came in the flesh in a very special special way, to, in my opinion, break the law that was really not law at all. It was it was man made's law. It was, I guess, I guess you could say it was God's law created for the heathens that that uh, they will look, look, child, not that way. Thank you, not that way. Um, but um, yeah, brought God, God or God brought Jesus brought new law into the land, saying the simplest thing ever love your creator and love your neighbor so personally i get a lot of mileage out of loving my creator and loving my neighbor sleep is one of the most healing states yeah it's interesting is it i'm not i'm not totally sure about that actually i mean we need sleep i love sleep I, as a, an insomniac which i'm i'm not now but i have been a very severe insomniac and sleep seemed like my friend but what i really need is deep rest and there's a few moments before I go to sleep every night where whoa, there a cat's having a party. Sorry, sorry for yelling. <clears throat> when he can't have my full attention, he tried to get it, right? I know, I know. And um, and there's so there's always a moment, and you probably noticed it when you are going to sleep, and you know, there's a there's a point where I become um ephemeral and and it's almost always a time, if there's going to be a demonic attack, that's exactly when it happens. And then I'm dealing with some entity. It's very quick to deal with. I feel like a professional demon slayer. It's not a problem for me. I just call on God, like, God, can you handle this for me? God, could you uh, have armor on me while I sleep, while I am unconscious? Right? Because the, the, the remedy is awareness. The remedy is, is paying attention, and it's time to pay attention like nothing else. That's not necessarily the hypervigilance of being traumatized and, um, you know, being hypersensitive and oversensitive and all of that kind of thing, which will lead me back to my original um, uh, comment. And, oh, I love that demon slayer. <laughs> you said it. I said it. We're all good. hello astrolabium. Nice to see you. Oh, missed it. Dave Fast is here. Thanks for sharing all my stuff all the time and, and uh, tagging your friend. Rob, I don't know if you can tag anyone in this. Is that chap sleep it is celestial? Truly, it's a it's another world. Put the webcam on the hat, cat's head, then talk to the cat. It will think you're talking to it. <laughs> Good suggestion, Joseph. Exactly, exactly. We're we where wear the um, maybe I'll put the, yeah I'll put a, a, a camera on the cat and and talk directly to it. Then I'd have to run around all the time. And pineal gland only releases those special hormones from our third eye in uh in rem right yeah dream i think is a different place also meant uh meant to mean a million different things from different perspectives and transition through time i might not be in the middle of that conversation i don't know Michelle says, "Bought the How to Win court uh, by Dr. Graves. Well worth it. Unfortunately, I have to use some soon. Ah, sorry to hear it. That's how people come to the law. I feel lucky in a way that I wasn't I wasn't forced into the law. I, I started the path before I was forced. and I'm not bragging or saying I'm so special because there's other things i i I had to just simply do out of out of um need and necessity, but it's it's beautiful that that uh, I could come to it before I was you know given that uh, offer that our children can go and get jabbed without our consent <clears throat> and uh, hello Rob Cleveland nice to see you J Street is here can't wait till you start dreaming yeah I, it comes and goes for me I don't uh, hello Rob Steffi, nice to meet you through Dave Fast G- glad you're here on Facebook. You weren't traumatized by courts. Yes, actually, I just got a note from somebody this morning who's deep into it and willing to take action and do, that, do hard things, but they suffer every time. So maybe I can help them. That's one of my visions in law. I'm not the legal expert by any means. I'm not even the lawful expert. Hello, Sandra. But uh, I can definitely help people pass their fears. That's something that if somebody is willing to do that, they want to be free from that and get their energy back and their inspiration their ability to take courageous action, then I'm here for you. That is that is one of, uh, I won't say my superpowers, but one of the things I've focused on for 20 years, first to save my life and uh, every single day to save my life, <laughs> but not the life of my body, the life of my soul. So Sandra, Dr. Graves uh, was on Crow Triple Seven. I'm wondering, yes, he he is, he is was on Crow Triple Seven. I remember Rose Triple Seven singing his praises, and saying good things about him. I haven't been down that rabbit hole yet. Just learning the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. I'm one year into it, the best. Hello, Megan, all the good ones are coming and being here, so great. I sent out that new moon Zoom we had for the uh, past primal power and journey code students and uh, participants. So that's out now. If anybody missed that and wants to have it, I am going to be running a new primal power course, but probably now I'm going to schedule it for the new year because it's a, a whole new level of exploration for me. I'm interviewing people. I'm actually really interested for those of you out there who have been diving in with the law and you are, um, you know, taking it from much uh, less of a mechanical, secular perspective, but you really truly understand you're in a spiritual war and you're looking for lawful means to navigate, I would love to talk to you, have a conversation, 30 or 40 minutes, one-on-one. And um, you know if 10 or 12 people can, could email me, Beth at bethmartins.com, I really want you to be interested in law. Just this won't be a, a generic for the the truth community. It'll be specific to those people that need to have breakthroughs in law. We'll be teaching law, but I'm going to teach you how to get your energy and inspiration to a new level so that you can go and take action or get the information that you need or use the information that you have. So you watch that today. Oh, awesome, Sandra so good. Every day is a stress test coming. You're absolutely right. It's no wonder people are freaking out. I know. I know. I just talked to a really good friend who had a complete breakdown. Actually, she, she says she lost it. I, I didn't witness anything. And it was very fascinating. I had a lot of compassion for her. But at the same, well, not there's no but there. She, she mentioned how when it was happening, she could see it happening. And she decided to just give into it and go with it. And I know that from my childhood, every single time that I would tantrum or I would lose it or go off the deep end or do do my um, you know either childhood or adolescent kind of thing, I could see myself doing it. I was choosing it at every turn, right? It wasn't happening to me. I was choosing to either go with it or go against it, and it can seem like a huge, huge ordeal to to back away from the the desire to tank out. And what do they say in, in, in all of the addiction programs? There's no bottom, right? There is no, or maybe they don't say that. Maybe I'm saying that because it's, oh, it's not until you hit rock bottom that you start to something or other. And I don't think there's a bottom. I think you can go low and go lower and lower and lower and lower, and there's no end to it. So you have to, at some point, just go shake your head and go, is this my beautiful... Inner experience or my outer life? No. Who's going to be the one to take responsibility and do something different? It's going to be me with, uh, of course, being guided and, uh, and you know, it's it's God doing the heavy lifting. All you have to do is decide to go in that direction and that's something i want to research next in the bible is just really about the burdens that we face like some uh, like Comen's saying about the stress it's it can feel intensely stressful and then all of a sudden you know let enough of that heavy weight go and see clearly and see yourself for who you are and i feel like i have the armor of god not in a prideful way like oh, <laughs> i'm safe over here but in in a way that i actually feel uh, you know, I've gotten past a lot of fears and I'm doing some, what people, some people consider to be frightening things, but it's, I'm not suffering with that so much. Hello, David Vincent. Great to see you. I feel like you need people you can feel sad around. Yeah. Well, misery does love company, but it's not necessarily going to be a remedy. That's the only thing because you bond over misery. And then in order to stay bonded, you have to maintain the misery both of you, or else you break that unspoken contract. So that's just my two cents. I am, does say it all, Sandra, I believe that. Yeah, not trauma bonding, she says. Safe, safe person who understands, got it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's safe, right? We're not meant to turn to any man or woman for safety, right? That's that's the lie that some man or woman could keep you safe. I do agree with choosing your company wisely, because it has such a massive influence on uh, who you are. And especially if you're in the seed creation stage or something's just sprouting or you're just awakening or you're just touching down with like major grief, for example, then yeah, choose your company very wisely. And sometimes no company is better than bad company in those states when you when you got that fragile thing here. And um, thank you. Thank you, Heartline. I, I really don't ask for anybody's trust. I don't. Uh, I I feel we are meant to trust our creator. That's the child archetype that wants to trust everybody. And, and that's where we're at. Oh, you're a guru. I'll just trust you and put it all in your hands. But I, I, I know Lisa, that's not what you're saying. I'll stop arguing with you. <laughs> And uh, we might have Joseph Baker and uh, David Vincent being childhood friends. That's lovely. I love it when people connect and reconnect in, in my world. Howard is saying the Ten Commandments are the ten sephirahs of the self. They are not mere lists of do's or don'ts. God is not petty. Interesting. Yeah, the ten sephira, I have an image on my dining room table of it. And it's the cult of Baal. I'm not sure if I should have that map on my table or not, but it certainly is educational and shows you how how the the, the death cult has evolved over time. And Howard, you also said dream is the place where you're allowed to share God vision. Uh, then you know if the earth then is a fit and all men lie and only God is true. I think I sort of get that. There you go. Uh, Hello, Stan. Nice to see you. Glad you're here. You said the tipping point in my beliefs, knowing has tipped to godness. Why tipped? World people, uh, governments, (laughs) is that a typo or a fun word? Upheavals and 49 volcanoes around the world erupting. These are not coincidences. God exists. Yep. I'm totally with you on that. Absolutely. And that's the gift, you know, and having everything be so incredibly outrageous right now, it just all leads me exactly to God. And my favorite new chew toy in, in my own spiritual journey is loving God, like literally loving God. Cause you can say that, but when you sit and you love God, there's nothing like it. It's such a beautiful, amazing experience. So simple. So easy to forget. Windhammer, nice to see you. It's been a while, I think. And thank you, Lisa. I totally appreciate that. You can see the world being filled with more teachers. Oh, well, thank you. Appreciate that, Howard. Uh, A lot of false teachers around these days, like tons of them. And uh, boy, they swim around me. There's one in my zone right now. He might be listening. And, uh, you know, it's crazy because none of my guests have ever tried to take over my groups, for example, and that's what's happened this time. So I'm trying to be polite and give small hints and some even big hints like you need your own channel, you need your own venue. This is not your venue. And it's not that I need to be um, possessive over it or anything like that. But I'm actually very much Protective over people, I brought them into that world or this world or whatever world it is. You might notice I'm interviewing people from all arenas, all perspectives. I'm not aligning myself, I'm not really going down anybody's path except my path with God, the path God gives me. And uh, but somehow we've been adopted, and I don't want to be adopted. So I'm hoping and praying just by my own inner work that 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 shift will happen. It's almost always how it happens. When I stop being aligned with somebody, I make an internal decision, then they usually don't want anything to do with me either. And that's a beautiful thing. But sometimes you need to speak and more than once too. So Jack the Giant Slayer is here. That's awesome. Thanks for the love. Uh, Ten Commandments are written in a way that tricks the subconscious. Thou shalt not. Yeah, interesting. Hey, Joey, that, those wouldn't make good goals. <laughs> they're, all, they're all the negatives. Very interesting. Yeah. And, and uh, that was for a whole different kind of person, although Jesus still upheld the 10 commandments from what I understand. Shannon LeGros, nice to see you. Hello, all know thyself, no matter what others do, no truth and connection to source. Amen, sister. So good. Uh, now it's mosaical God's law has been perverted by men and his fallen sons. Truly. Yep, I am 100% down with that. So uh, yeah, and then what I was gonna speak about today for a little while, oh, it's 4.20. (laughs) Then anywhere, anyone's in a central time zone, we just had our time change. I confused my students with that. And the topic is why figuring it out is the enemy of mystery. So if you have explored spirituality, you've explored the Bible, for example, explored God, I kind of assume all of you have here because you wouldn't be, you'd be definitely tired of hearing me talk if it weren't the case. And uh, at every turn, there's mystery. There could be even seemingly contradictions. Uh, Some people might say, oh, well, you're misinterpreting, you're interpreting it wrong. Some people would be very possessive over interpretation, like there's only one way to read the Bible. Other people will say, oh, it's, you know, it's an open book. It's It's like a painting, an inspired painting that you take from it, what you can and from where you are. Right? You can't actually be inside the head and the heart of the one that it came through, but you can be in your head and your heart and make use of it. As as a child, I think I told you guys I memorized many, many, many Bible verses. I was a whiz at that. I'd go to Bible camp every summer and download all of this stuff and bring, I could, I could uh, just spout it off. Not a single thing now, barely anything. I don't have any of that left. It shows you how temporary memorization is or how even useless memorization is. I think it makes you numb. I think that's why they have us memorize stuff because you shut down most of your faculties to do that. And one of your faculties is that of figuring it out. You could call that a faculty or you could call it a program. And in my world i call it a root program it means that it roots underneath a whole bunch of stuff your your thoughts and your feelings your your inner experience your sensations it roots them and it can make the thoughts the feelings and sensations seem to be solid and real but you know th- feelings for example are not facts when you let feelings go you're going to then see the facts, then you're going to have some clarity, then you're going to be able to see um, much more than when you were seeing through a program. And so there can be this mechanism, it's very unconscious within, that causes you to urgently need to figure it out. And especially where circumstances become dire and things are maybe happening wrong to you or not wrong to you, or you feel like you need to get to the bottom of something, right? Everybody in the law world wants to get to the bottom of what does it mean to leave Babylon? Does it mean go and reclaim a trust or the annuities? I personally don't think so. I just don't think so. It doesn't ring true to me. That seems like having more and more to do with Babylon right? So people want money out of the, the interest that's been charged on their on their account, on their estate. And I hear the Bible say, leave Babylon. That doesn't sound like leaving Babylon to me. So I think it's something else. Now, some people are like, oh, well, I don't want to go in the forest and eat berries. And, uh, you know, so and, and then there's all of the fighting. So I hosted Paula Enslaved on my Manitoba Law and Action group last week, And I thought for, you know, for inspiration, he's always been an inspiring speaker and I enjoy his take on things. I've heard the Gnostic side of his work as well. He calls God a program and, you know, it's like, like a matrix or what's that word, like video game or something like that. And I'm not really down with that. I can see where he's coming from, but I'm not going to stop him and argue with him. I'm not. I'm not here to like blow his mind and, and uh, bring him to clarity. He's graciously agreeing to come and, and speak with people and have conversations in a very small group. So it was really actually uh, special as far as I was concerned. Very special. And then um someone in the group, and you're probably listening to, you might be listening live, you might listen later, but I'm not saying anything that I wouldn't say with you as well. But uh, they, they uh, weren't appreciating the message and started taking Paul to task on some of that stuff. And frankly, I appreciate that because I'm, as the host, not going to be the one to say like, oh, you know you're going wrong here and you're going wrong there. I'll say some stuff and you've probably seen me if, if, for example, with my choose freedom, uh, our choose freedom interview, the very last one that we did, I'm going to hesitate to use names because I just don't like publicly calling people out or bringing shame. But, um, anyway, you could probably figure it out. And I, I was very more, I was more adversarial than I've ever been with a guest. Argumentative and and interrupting and doing all these things, trying to trying to you know nail a few things down, not to not to figure it out, but to get like the clarity of where where they're coming from and what the process is. Because if you're recommending something, then share the process, right? Hello, Snake Jones, nice to see you. Restore the mystery, restore the world. I love that. There's a good motto. So good. And uh, so I'm more pleased that I, I have the perfect amount of female qualities that you need in your content. Um, hope I don't see that as disrespectful. Absolutely not. No, the, the more, the more healthy I've, I've got, uh, with my own inner masculine, the more, the more, uh, girly it's made me. I cry. We, we made something really special on a piece of land one day, uh, that's going to be a, a legacy for many possibly. And I cried through the whole thing, like just girl all the way. Anyway, that's a little aside. And so, yeah, there's this mechanism in us that says, that you, in order to survive, this all unconscious. So if you're not aware of it, it just means that you're not aware of it. That's all. Doesn't mean it's not there. It is there actually. Uh, until it's not there, until you make a conscious diso- decision, it's there. And uh, you know, it's it's just some kind of fear. The figuring it out is a special kind of fear. It's where you grind mentally and, and, you know, take every little bit of information to task and, and, and it all turns into what I consider to be a one-dimensional fact that has nothing. And you can't get to one-dimensional facts through scripture. I don't think so. Maybe, maybe, maybe it is there. I don't know. I'm still, I'm still a baby at all of this, even though I've been studying it my whole life and it's ancestral for me and everything like I still, I'm, I'm in a place where I feel brand new to this whole thing, but where there's the grind and where there's the suffering and the symptom of conflict on the other side, and you feel the need to go and change other people's minds, or you're, you're not satisfied, you're not getting answers and you keep going from person to person to person, to person, to person trying to get an- answers. In my experience, this is what God said when He forbade Adam and Eve not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So I talked about this a little bit on on one of my last streams as well. And uh, this is, I think the, I don't know, like, I like, I can't give you any hardcore conclusions on that, but I believe that is our mind. That is, it's the the, the mix of good and evil. That it's the good that always has an evil. This is Gnosticism, Hermeticism, right? Two sides of the same coin. It all sounds true. I would have sounded like that if you go back in my work, probably not very far. There were a lot of habits had been built over 20 years of, of seeking, or not seeking New Ageism, but, you know, being a victim of New Ageism. You'll hear it in in my work. But I have been um, detoxing from that for several years now, getting that out of my system and seeing what's real and true. There was a time when I felt like I might have to actually uh, throw the baby in the bathwater out because, uh, you know, our, our working with archetypes and discovering these inner programs, are they part of the sort of Gnostic Hermetic movement that is really anti-Christ? You know, it's it's putting God evil and evil and, and Satan on the same coin as if they're the same thing. This is not the truth to me. And working with archetypes is uh, an opportunity to see what are you not aware of? And that's not necessarily evil. I don't think that's, now it can be interacting with evil. Dealing with demons is evil. Are demons going to interact with your own unconscious programming? Oh, Yeah. 100% and that's where you can get really blurry and trying to see what is the source of this. And I don't even, I don't even think it's a fruitful thing to completely sort that out because all you need to know is and this is loaded. I don't even know what I'm going to say after I say all you need to know. <laughs> but you need to know who you are. You need to know what is your true nature. Who are you as a child of God? Does evil have anything to do with you as a child of God? No, nothing. Are there ways that I'm not aware? 100%. Do I want to be fully aware so I can be awake when the trumpets call? I was listening to some stuff on Revelation today and then, you know, the trumpets are going to call. They're going to call us. And we're going to need to answer that call and do do what the call says. I feel like we're, we got the trumpets blowing all day, every day, these days. And if you get stuck, stuck in the trap of trying to figure it out. Thinking that you're going to get something. You're going to get some answer you didn't have before. You're going to figure it out and you're going to have this jewel. To me, that's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Because you actually have nothing at that stage. I know I'm not going to make perfect sense here. I haven't completely figured it out. (laughs) I keep asking God. And when I let go of my own... Uh, desire or or uh, fear of not being able to figure it out. That's when I have breakthroughs. That's when I have revelations. That's when I hear God speaking. That's when I'm not just thinking about God. when I'm what I call to be pushing furniture around on the Titanic. So maybe you you do push some furniture and you make a lot of effort and 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 you maybe even you you change your mind, but you are not changed. You are not transformed from that. In fact, by trying to figure it out, you dig deeper and deeper and deeper. You invest a lot of your energy in this uh, program that really truly is the vacuum of. Um, of ability, the vacuum of control over your life—it's the illusion that you need to uh, fear not having control. That's what—that's what the figuring it out mechanism almost always is. Doesn't mean we can't use our mind. Like our mind is God-made; it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful instrument, and you know, but it's in context. It came in this whole. It's got it's got the heart and the body and the soul and everything working together. That's how God designed it. There's no parts and pieces over here. I'm just one. I'm just one being. And that's in, you know, in my highest moments, I really see that. So if you know, every day, all day, if you're trying to figure out even the best thing, you're trying to figure out the Bible. I end up just walking away and go like, this makes no sense. And there is stuff that makes no sense. Some people say you won't understand the Bible if you aren't uh, filled with the Holy Spirit. So I don't completely discount that. That that could be possible. Uh, I This is very cynical of me. I'll just share it with you. It's like, okay, when you're not drunk on the Holy Spirit, the Bible makes no sense. That's That might be an older version of me. There is such thing, you know, I've been to... Evangelical kind of services, and I've had these massive waves come through me, and you walk away, and and then you're not drunk anymore, and something weird happened, you know. Hopefully, not that weird. It wasn't that weird, but um, yeah. So, so that mechanism, and and you know that it is that mechanism, that program, that unconscious thing. And then I'll come back to the chat to, uh, to talk to you guys for a few minutes. You know it's unconscious because, number one, you lose your energy to it. You lose your happiness. You lose your inspiration. And you might lose your friends too. Hopefully they're patient with you and they're going to stick around through it. But it creates conflict, both inner conflict and suffering for you and, and outer conflict and suffering for other people as well. Right, pure knowledge doesn't create suffering. It might. It, it, awakening is a, is a pain, but that's not suffering. That's just pain. That's just energy coming to the surface. Like if you have a, a limb that goes to sleep because you're laying on it, what is the first sensation you have when it's coming awake? Is pain. That's what it is. It's like, hey, I'm here. I'm an arm. <laughs> Don't forget me. I'm part of you. Don't leave me behind. And so that pain is energy. It's to be gone through. I think I talked about that at the at my, one of my last streams. And uh, yeah, so that was my message for today. I'll just uh, stay with you guys. I have to go probably in about 10 or maybe at the very most 15 minutes to get my kid and have some nice supper. And is Snake Jones wearing any, any pants right now? It's a mystery. <laughs> there you go. We don't want to undo that mystery. We like that mystery just like it is. So good, I even use that sometimes these, day, these days. That's why I like doing podcasts and uh, and Zooms and working internationally with clients because I, I don't have to be dressed from the waist down. Just kidding. And uh, a good interview uh, might be Todd Rushton on Facebook has plans to renew uh, Kanata Institution natural law for changing the laws from the small roots upward. Good, thank you Stan, I'm always looking for good leads running out of good leads telling the truth so far. I'm not saying they're not out there, but every time I find somebody, I think they're a good lead. And then there's controlled up, and there's sideways and misguidance and um, not good stuff. So no mystery. He's definitely wearing jeans and shorts. <laughs> there you go. Uh, thank you so much, Snake Jones. Anyone listen to Jeff Green's stuff on YouTube? He gets pretty deep. No, I don't know him. Is he a law guy? Uh, free speech. Hello, Bible verses are living, breathing riddles and sources to enlightenment and a higher vibration. Yep, exactly, and and it's really, really great to have your mind blown, where you can't you can't stay on a track, uh, and and you know stay stay with it. Like the, when when your mind dissolves, that's when you can see truth. Doesn't mean you want to kill the mind. It's just you need you need some places where the contents of the mind are expended. Rather than suppressed, right? When you suppress the mind, the thoughts, and all of that kind of thing, it comes up in that, in that, um, you know. Uh, monkey mind or whatever like really active mind, a lot of thoughts, thoughts compounding in a conversation. you're mostly thinking about what you're going to say next. you're saying next, you're not really sitting and contemplating what somebody else is saying or taking anything in. you've got your arguments already. it's court, you're going back and forth, right and it's it's so productiveless. it doesn't create connection. it creates division. And my goal would always be to create connection wherever possible, because that's how we have have uh, purpose. Without purpose, there's no connection. Hello, Christa. Kristen, Hannah. Nice to see you. Glenn J is here. The apparent guilty self arises when the dream of separation seemingly happens. Interesting. Guilt is a big one. Pride, that's in the range of pride. Pride is a hide. Pride... Uh, people do not see that about themselves, so it's very easy to to be in pride, and you think everybody else is in pride. <laughs> but if you're calling other people out that you think they're in pride, you are likely in pride. Now you might just be seeing pride, but then you're not going to be creating division. So anyway, I think I've spelt my piece there. And Darren Carlson, nice to see you. So so great to have you around these days. I'm I'm loving everything that you're sharing. Jerry, uh, Joey said, time to jog in the snow. Have a good night. Excellent. Have a have a fun jog in the snow. Don't fall down. Hello, Rob B. Nice to see you. Uh, I don't know who's on Rockfin. Nobody's chatted me there, but uh, that link is open as well. I'll be here for a few more minutes. Uh, Darren said, you can only fit so much through the pinhole. There is no regret. Realizing there is another chance, more to, loon, more to learn removes all fear. Mistakes, failure, gone when you simply want to change there you go an ocean wants to be in the stream <laughs> there you go so yep interesting there's another chance more to learn yep every day hey every moment is a chance to make good on it forgiveness thank god for forgiveness that's a good one all you have to do is ask for it hello jansen do I do you i know adam from reclaiming your securities no i uh, i don't and i would at this stage of the game probably not go down that path because i'm i'm not gonna just create something where I know I'm going to go into argument with somebody. I'm not, I'm not down with reclaiming securities. I'm really not. I think giving it, giving it back. Yeah. Getting rid of that security might be closer to what I would like to do myself. So, Uh, but Todd Rushton, yeah, he is in uh, Canada as well. And natural law and all that kind of thing. So yeah, I'll have to remember that Todd Rushton, see if I can, Get a lead on him. Todd Rushton, I'll have to write that down. Or I'll never remember. Here we go. And uh, I think that's Rushton, T-A-N. In my search engine. And uh, Shannon said, do you agree with me? Get out of the system, not stay in it. Yeah, exactly. The system is a beast. The Bible couldn't be more clear. Get out, get out of Babylon. There's a lot of law guys using the Bible out there, but not to get out. It's more like to get in. That's what it looks like to me. Todd Rushton, YouTube, Global Freedom Party. Is that him? Let's see what that is. Um, Somebody was recommending David Strait and then somebody else like said, oh, there we go. Global, God wins. So that sounds good. I'll have a listen to that. Any news with Christopher James? Yeah. Other than people do share a lot of Christopher James around me and I just can't stop myself from saying, please don't at this stage of the game, there's uh, enough evidence to show. Like if, if only the only thing, if you only saw one thing that the guy doesn't get results, that he's always promising results like QAnon and, and every other person that, that sells opium for a living. You know, we know per- people who worked with him personally had not good experiences. So, uh, yeah, that's, um, you know, a lot of bravado. I, I have interviewed him. So I'm, anyway, I, he's not my favorite. Hello. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Todd Rushton. Yep. Yeah, I think I got him here. I found him. So anyway, I love you guys a lot. I'm glad I had a chance to come on. I've been meaning to do that. And uh, oh, yes, Friday, I'm having one of my my uh, former Journey Code uh graduates the coaching certification who is going to be on scott's leips he's a wonderful man he was a minister for many years i think 23 years and he broke away from the church finding uh, some deeper knowledge and he's been putting together some really amazing keys to transformation so i'm going to have him on we're going to talk and uh, you know 23 years as a minister we're definitely going to have some interesting conversations i've, I've whoop, oh damn it my cat pressed a button but are you guys still there yep he's still there <laughs> yes, you press the button. I know you like the buttons. They're nice, aren't they? Uh, go live more often. Yes, I will try. I will try definitely. And uh, Pirate Pete, uh, nice to see your face. Malcolm, I'm not sure what emoji you shared, but uh, I bet it was good. <laughs> they just made it into a, a box. I bet it was love. Have a, a good dinner and uh, good night yourself. And yeah, um, uh Daniel posted a Christian NOL today seems legit. I actually have now heard of somebody who went through Daniel's process and gave away or not gave away but uh you know let go of all of his securities, all of his licenses, the birth certificate, social insurance number, driver's license, all of that kind of thing. But I believe he is willing to go into the forest and eat berries and sticks. So then um you know so for those of us that don't uh, don't uh, necessarily have that option or uh, want to do that, then, you know, that's, that's a thing. So we are going to stay tuned. Hopefully I'll be able to have him when he's in Canada as well. So that helps a lot. And uh, that's all for today. Love you guys. Have a beautiful rest of your evening. And I hope to see you Friday at 2pm with Scott, if not before. We've got uh, lots going on this weekend, but, or this week. So probably I won't see you before Friday. Hopium for a living. Yeah. Depressing or funny. Exactly. Um, Howard's you really hate it when politicians take an oath hand over the Bible. Yeah. I think the Bible itself says don't take oaths, right? That's very interesting that they make you take an oath on the Bible because that would put you in some kind of dishonor there. All right. That's the last thing I'll say for now. Uh, don't, don't hesitate to visit my website. If you haven't gone and done an archetype quiz or, um, got a copy of my book. I'm always recommending and so happy to see how people receive that book as well. All right, Yvette, nice to see you. Take care, everyone. Bye for now.